The NBA playoffs are heating up, and so is the action at DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NBA. With same-game parlays, live betting, odds boosts, and so much more, don't miss out as the NBA postseason winds down. And if you're new to DraftKings, you got to check this out. New customers bet 5 bucks to get 150 in bonus bets instantly. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now and use code ROSS. That's code ROSS for new customers to get 150 in bonus bets when you bet just 5 bucks. Only on DraftKings. The crown is yours. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER or visit www.1800gambler.net in New York. Call 877-8-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY 467-369. In Connecticut, help is available for problem gambling. Call 888-789-777 or visit ccpg.org. Please play responsibly. On behalf of Boot Hill Casino and Resort in Kansas, 21-plus age varies by jurisdiction. Void in Ontario. Bonus bets expire 168 hours after issuance. See dkng.com slash football for eligibility and deposit restrictions, terms, and responsible gaming resources. Angie's List is now Angie, your home for everything home. Angie still has the same top pros and reviews you've counted on for more than 20 years. Only now, you'll also get access to all the tools you need to make your home a happy place. Inside, outside, big or small, Angie helps you find the right solution for whatever you need done, all from your phone. It's simple to find upfront pricing and instantly book hundreds of projects. You can even search pricing guides to see what others paid for similar jobs and easily compare quotes from top local pros to make sure you're getting a fair price. From lawn care to repairing the AC to the project of your dreams, Angie has your home projects handled from start to finish. Plus, when you book and pay through Angie, they'll cover your project up to the full purchase price plus limited damage protection with their happiness guarantee. Make your home an Angie home. Check out Angie.com today. And for more on the happiness guarantee, go to Angie.com forward slash happiness hyphen guarantee dot htm. Live by Live has all of your favorite music and you can listen for free. Whether you hit play on one of our hundreds of curated music stations or create your own custom artist radio station, you'll find the music you love on Live by Live. Visit LiveXLive.com or search LiveXLive in the App Store or Google Play and listen for free now. If you'd like to make your NFL games a little more interesting, you've come to the right place. It's the Even Money Podcast with Ross Tucker and Steve Fezzik. Yeah, Vegas, baby, Vegas. It is the Even Money Podcast, the sports betting, usually football, but every sport that has really taken the world by storm. Thank you to everybody that spreads the words with the retweets and the likes and rating and review the show. It means quite a bit. The star of the show is Steve Fezzik. I cannot tell a lie. He's the only two-time winner. Look it up of the Super Bowl of Professional Football Gambling. It's called the Super Contest at the Westgate Casino, and Steve won it back-to-back years. Check him out on Twitter like we do, at Fezzik Sports. I'm at Ross Tucker NFL on Twitter and Instagram, Facebook.com slash Ross Tucker NFL. The channel is at RTF Podcast, meaning all of the awesome podcasts we have for you. If you're into fantasy, we got the best there. Evan Silva from Roto World. If you are into really anything you're into, Ross Tucker Football Podcast, Business of Sports, if you like college football and the draft, Fran Duffy on the college draft, we got it all for you. And today, we are going to get into 
the playoff odds. So we're hitting a little bit of a pause button from what we were doing with the division-by-division breakdown to instead get into the playoff odds because there were several that stood out to me. I want to find out what stands out to Steve. It's different than the Super Bowl odds, and it's different than the win total. So can't wait to find out from you, Steve, where you think there's value or not, as well as some of the teams that really stand out to us as we go through 1 through 32, how they are ranked in terms of their odds to make the NFL postseason. All right, so Steve, these playoff odds, I'm not even sure uh, where I got them. I got them off Twitter, but they're from one of the different sports books out there. They came out late last week, and I think it's really interesting because we've talked before about Super Bowl odds. That's kind of a needle in the haystack. You don't really like that um, because, you know, it's one out of 32. We've also, we're, we're into season win totals. This is a little bit different. You know, this is sort of um, a blend, right? It's not quite Super Bowl odds. You just need to make the playoffs. But it's also not quite season win totals. And I have them ranked from 1 to 32 in terms of their odds. And there are some really, really interesting ones that stood out to me that I wanted to get your thoughts on. I guess in general, first, though, your thoughts on playoff odds and whether or not there's value there. Yeah, I like the playoff odds because I can bet yes or no on them. Typically, where I find the most value is teams that are close to pick them to make the playoffs, yes or no, because then I'm not having to lay a lot of extra juice versus the teams that are monster favorites to make the playoffs or, conversely, monster favorites to miss the playoffs. The problem with those is oftentimes I'll see numbers like, Will they make the playoffs? Yes, minus 800, but the no is plus 500. So the spread between the yes and the no is so exorbitant, it's very hard to find any value. So um, what's interesting to me about it is you can just see how much more heavily weighted the AFC is than the NFC, Steve. So I'm just going to run through the top uh, 10 just to make a point, and then I want to go back to the top with you quickly, but... New England at number one is minus 1,500. Number two is Pittsburgh, minus 550. Then you've got four NFC teams in a row. The Eagles, minus 260. The Vikings, minus 260. The Packers, minus 170. The Rams, minus 170. And then at 7, 8, 9, you have three AFC teams. And Steve, the Los Angeles Chargers have the third best odds to make the playoffs in the entire AFC at minus 145. Then Jacksonville's minus 140. Then Houston is at minus 135 ahead of the New Orleans Saints, who round out the top 10 at minus 130. They're the last team that's minus. Then we get into the pluses. But the Saints, minus 130 at number 10. So I've got four of these, well, three of these that really jump out to me. I guess my first question before I ask you what jumped out to you. So obviously that juice, that number for the Patriots, minus $1,500, is ridiculous. But Steve, 
they're going to make the playoffs. So, like, at what point do you say, yeah, that's ridiculous, laying 1,500 to make 100, but it's going to happen, so why not lay the 1,500 so I, so I make 100 bucks? Yeah, you're basically betting does Tom Brady get injured because then with Hoyer, they're probably still going to make the playoffs, but they'll um, be in a much more difficult situation there. Um, if I'm going to lay minus 1,500 on a bet, Ross, it's going to be a bet that's going to win tomorrow. I'm not tying up my money. I think that's the, the difference because I don't get paid till the end of the year. Yeah, they're going to make the playoffs, but I'm not going to bet it. And I might add, this is the one year with there's a whole lot of uncertainty with New England versus any other year. Historically, I know Brady drinks the kale and he's never going to age and he's a vampire, but remember what happened to Manning when he hit 40 and historically that's the age that quarterbacks fall off the cliff it could happen it's probably not going to happen to Brady so the issue for you is more of you got to give him 1500 and you're only getting a hundred dollars in January and so that's just not worth it that I mean you're you're barely like you're almost better off just investing the money <laughs> putting yeah, it, putting mean, it in a CD I mean, if I can't find a better sports bet into this in, into the games of the year and the futures markets and everything else, surely I can find something better to invest my fifteen hundred dollars in. In my opinion, but when you say better, you just mean a, a better return because there isn't a much better bet than the Patriots going to the playoffs. Yes, but I, if I can play something like the Buffalo Bills under six and a half wins. Um, that is going to win, I think, 70% of the time. And I got to lay minus $1.65 on that bet. So I'd rather make bets like that that are, yeah, they could lose, but they're still got a higher expectation. Okay, so um, I'll ask you which other ones of the top 10 stood out to you. I, I have two that I, I just – Really, I was I was surprised, and maybe I don't disagree, but I was really surprised. So, out of those ten I gave you, do you agree with New England and Pittsburgh being so heavily weighted, minus fifteen hundred, minus five fifty? I mean, the first NFC team, the Eagles and the Vikings, they're minus two sixty. So, do you agree with New England and Pittsburgh being minus fifteen hundred, minus five fifty? just because of how down the AFC is and how good those two teams are. Yes, because if you win nine games in the AFC, you're probably going to make the playoffs if you're those two teams. And if you win nine in the NFC, you're probably going to miss. And that really is the difference. But having said that, I still think there's value betting on some of these NFC-loaded teams to make the playoffs and to fade some of these AFC teams that I think, frankly, have some crazy numbers that you read. Yeah, so that, let's get into that. What, what, what are the? I'm curious to see if you agree with the two that stood out to me. So, what, which one stands out to you the most, or which two? The team I want to fade is the Chargers. On what planet did the Chargers? Did they suddenly become? this juggernaut such that they can have no home field advantage whatsoever in their soccer stadium in L.A., all right, maybe one-point home field advantage, and they're good enough to justify being a major favorite to make the playoffs. I'm not, I'm not buying into that. So uh, explain to me, 
So I understand you have to bet one hundred and thirty-five dollar or one forty-five to win a hundred. I, I get it. How do you, how do you fade that? How do you bet the other way? Other than the, I understand how you bet the win total under, but how do you bet? How do you fade the playoff odds? Because all these yes no on playoffs. If the Chargers are minus one forty-five yes to make the playoffs then there's a no that's being offered probably at plus 115. I imagine there's a 30-cent straddle between the yes and the no. So you, could, you should be able to bet 100 to make 115 uh, on the Chargers not to make the playoffs. So, so will you do that? Because that sounds like a better deal than putting 145 down for them to make it. I mean, I think they have a decent chance to win that division, but I, 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 the numbers you just gave me, I'd rather bet them not to make it. I, you know, frankly, I would bet that, but I think it's still better. I saw a 9.5 on the Chargers, and I'd rather bet under 9.5 wins, and here's why. The AFC is so much weaker than the NFC that if the Chargers win 10 games, they're making the playoffs, so it won't matter. But if they win 9 games, I win my season win bet, and they'll probably, within a 9-win season, go to tie breaks, whether they'll make the playoffs so I think because of that, the under nine and a half, that, frankly, the Chargers season win totals juice through the moon also. I think I would play under nine and a half. That makes sense. So, yeah, that, that one stood out to me for sure. I mean, to think that, I mean, I guess, I don't know who is the third best team in the AFC, you know? And I, I guess what they're saying, next they have Jacksonville at minus 140. I think they have more faith in the Chargers quarterback and maybe they just feel like that division is easier the other one that jumped out to me steve the houston texans minus 135 with the worst offensive line in the nfl i mean they're putting a lot they got a lot of faith in watson merciless and watt coming back from injury like the vegas guys must really because also tennessee's pretty solid jacksonville's good um, Indianapolis, if Luck's healthy, will be better. I, I, I would be fade. I'd be all over fading the Texans at minus one thirty-five. I think the Texans have the greatest variance of any team out there because let's face it, the way Watson was playing was just at an incredible level before he went down last year. So, um, I, if you look back at two thousand sixteen, they they were a playoff team, and the fact that. Everything, the wheels came off with all the defensive injuries and Watson going down. So you could certainly make a case for Houston. They could be a 12-14 and 14 this year. But that O-line being ranked last by football outsiders is a major concern. Maybe Watson goes down again. So they could go 4-12 and 12 if that happens. So a lot of variance with Houston. Got it. Um, all right. Well, then let's get to uh, – I'm, I'm with you on Houston. So is that – what's their win total? So for most of these, Steve, is it fair to say that you are more likely to go with the win totals rather than these playoff odds? For the most part, yeah, Houston's win total is anywhere from 8.5 to 9. However, I got to tell you, just, just knee-jerk, I love the Saints. I think the Saints are – the best team in the arguably the best division there and minus 130 for yes for New Orleans to make the playoffs they won all in and traded up in the draft this year here's a team that's trying for one last run with Drew Brees I'd be shocked if they don't make the playoffs minus 130 looks cheap 
So let's get to the next ten. You got these. these we get we get into the positive ones now. So you've got Atlanta plus one fifteen, Kansas City plus one twenty. I thought that was interesting. Kansas City, Carolina plus one thirty, Baltimore plus one thirty five, San Francisco plus one thirty five, Dallas plus one forty five, Tennessee plus one sixty five, Oakland plus one sixty five, Seattle is 19th at plus 220, and the Detroit Lions are 20th. This is essentially, well, it's not really power ranking, Steve, because they're, you know, they're taking into account the, um, the disparity between the AFC and the NFC, but it still is interesting to see where they see these teams stacking up within their own conferences. So that's the next 10. I thought maybe the best value on the board was Atlanta, at plus 115. I mean, I, I think Atlanta's loaded. It'll be the second year of Sarkeesian's offense. I think they'll be a lot better in year two of his offense than they were in year one. Same thing happened with Kyle Shanahan. So Atlanta to be in the plus money, you know, laying 100 to win 115, that, that felt like a lot of value to me. That, that was one of the top ones that stood out to me was Atlanta plus 115. Yeah, I agree with you. Typically, when a team loses the Super Bowl, they regress mightily. It's so difficult to come all that way, play all those extra games, get all banged up, and lose. And the mere fact that Atlanta, with what you could argue would be the worst Super Bowl hangover of any team after the New England loss, was super competitive last year. Their stats were solid. Um, First year under Sark, and they were horrendous in the red zone, 26th. Julio Jones can't get into the end zone. They, they certainly just have, we have to look for this team to improve. And because of that, plus money on Atlanta to make the playoffs, the two playoff teams from that division are going to be Atlanta and New Orleans. More than likely, I like that over as well. Uh, anything else in those second 10 stand out to you? You know, they look to be priced pretty properly. Remember, when the bookmaker is pricing these, they're really not doing anything other than taking a look at the season win numbers oftentimes that they posted on these teams. And the higher the season win number, the more likely they are to make the playoffs with the important delineation, of course, that you mentioned that the, the NFC being stronger, it's harder to make the playoffs. So, okay, here's my, here's my question now. Here's a, a, the two other ones that stood out to me. Tennessee at plus 165. So Tennessee, you know, after Baltimore, after Kansas City, I don't know, Steve. I mean, they made the playoffs last year. They won a playoff game, and they won a playoff game on the road, and I think that that means something. I think that teams can build on that, and maybe they shouldn't have won the game, but they did, and now they got a new head coach. They have a new offensive coordinator who comes from the Rams as opposed to what they were doing last year with Robisky. I, I, I don't think I don't think the Titans were priced correctly here. I would have them ahead of Houston and uh, right there almost with Jacksonville, uh, especially building on what they did last year. They were pretty aggressive in free agency, getting guys like Deion Lewis on the offensive side of the ball. Defensively, they got Malcolm Butler. I, I, Tennessee's another one I thought I thought there was some value there. 
you know, we're going to have to disagree on this. I think Tennessee stinks. I think they got better for all the reasons that you indicated, but I had them as massively overrated at the end of the last year. Let me make my case for it. Their stats were that of a basically a 9-7 and seven team. They gained 5.2 yards per play. They gave up five. Looks pretty solid, and they sh- they, like you said, they've improved the team. They've improved the coaching staff. Why shouldn't they improve? One, Mariota's injured every year, and if he doesn't have his wheels and he can't run properly, the offense doesn't work. But the real problem I have with Tennessee is everything broke ro- right for them in their division. So they go 6-7, and seven, against games not against backup quarterbacks within their division, and they get outgained in those games um, by 50 points. So they really get outplayed. But they pound Indianapolis twice, and they pound Houston once when Tom Savage and Brissett are the quarterbacks. And that really, those games made their defense look good because they basically really shut down those three teams. And when I said they pound them, they really didn't pound Indianapolis. Those were two close games that were actually bad beats if you bet Indianapolis in both of them. So because of that, and the team going 5-1 and one in division, I love fading teams 5-1 and one in division because I think that you, if you're Jacksonville, you got beat both times by them. You've got that game circled. Same with Indianapolis. So, But your opinion is probably more prevalent than mine on Tennessee. Most people are high on Tennessee. I'm low on them. The other one that stood out to me, and I'm not sure it's even wrong, but just to see Seattle, Steve, with the 19th best odds to make the playoffs at plus 220, I, I, and I'm not sure it's wrong. It just it just stands out to me. Yeah, you know, I was talking to R.J. Bell about Seattle, and he made a great point, and it kind of brought me along where they lost so much on the defensive side, and I really downgraded them. And he, he was asking me, when was the last time we saw a team with a top-five quarterback not be favored to make the playoffs? So think about Green Bay, where they really have a subpar team across the board, but as long as Aaron Rodgers is quarterbacking, they win 10 games. doesn't matter that the rest of the squad wins four or five if Hundley has to play the whole year. Well, Seattle, you can make the same case. Russell Wilson right now is my number-two-rated quarterback behind Aaron Rodgers. So if I have the number two quarterback in the league, how can a team be not be projected to be in playoff contention? I think it's probably worth a flyer to bet, yes, Seattle playoffs. What about, I'm glad you mentioned Green Bay, because we kind of glossed over them, Steve. They've got the fifth best odds overall to make the playoffs, third best in the NFC, and they're in the same division as the Vikings, and Detroit should be solid. Chicago will be better. Do you think that that the the Vegas odds are are a little too kind to Aaron Rodgers and the Green Bay Packers? Do you think that's about right? I think it's about right. You know, all the Packers do is win ten plus games as long as Rodgers is there. And then, of course, one can argue, well, he's broken his collarbone twice in the last five years. Will he be there? Will he be willing to run? I think the fact that they bring in the new de- um, defensive coordinator, is it, is it, is it Petten? Am I pronounce, pronouncing that correctly? Bro? Yes, Mike Petten, yep. Yeah, so former coach of the Browns. And I think that that is a, a significant upgrade, and they've got some talent now in the secondary that they picked up. If he can make that gel, I could certainly see Green Bay returning to being a top playoff team. Heck, Tony Romo thinks they're the team to beat in the NFC. 
The bottom 12, you've got uh, Denver is 21st at plus 275. The New York Giants, plus 325. Indianapolis Colts, plus 325. Washington, plus 375. Cincinnati, plus 400. Tampa Bay, plus 425. Chicago, plus 450. Then we get to the AFC East, which we're going to break down more than likely next week, Steve. Buffalo, plus 450. The Jets, plus 600. The Dolphins, plus 600, which is the same as the Cleveland Browns at plus 600. Finally, the team with the worst odds in the entire NFL to make the playoffs, the Arizona Cardinals at plus 800. What stands out to you about those, Steve? Well, Buffalo at plus 450 is a ridiculous number. The the Bills are not making the playoffs. They went 20 years without making the playoffs before their miracle playoff bid last year, and they are so worse this year. They're going to have um, – Allen quarterbacking the second half of the year when they're two and six. I'm going to make a bold statement. You bet the Bills not to make the playoffs. I, you probably have to lay minus 700, Russ. If you lose that bet, just bring me a copy. You come out to Vegas. I will personally take you out to dinner if you lose the bet on the Bills to make the playoffs. Be sure to record this, Bri, um, because the Bills aren't making the playoffs. So that number is just ridiculous. What does stand out on the positive side is I like betting teams that have high variance and the Colts with Andrew Luck and the Giants um, with Eli off of a really bad year and new coaching staff, I think do have very high variance. It's possible that the reason the Giants were so bad is they just quit on their coach McAdoo last year. They made the playoffs two years ago. We could see a, I'm not sure it's going to happen, but it could happen that the reason the Giants were so bad was a locker room issue last year. Yeah, I, I'll tell you the one that stood out to me here is uh, I'm with you on the Colts with luck. And then Denver at plus 275, the Giants plus 325. I feel like Denver, now that they have Case Keenum, you just can't, you can't overstate how much it means to have a quarterback that really knows what he's doing and is a guy that the team can have confidence in as opposed to what they were going with last year. I really believe, as a result, I think Denver's got as good a chance as anybody. Oakland, uh, certainly Kansas City, the Chargers. I, for, they have Denver as last in the division. I, I, I don't see that. I think that division's wide open. So I like the Denver plus 275. I think the Giants will be much better. Their O-line will be better. Their coaching will be a lot better. Uh, they get Saquon Barkley. I think they have a pretty good chance to make the playoffs, even though the NFC is tough. They'll at least be in the mix, right? Uh, I think they're better bet on the win total, like you said. And I just thought the Bills jumped out to me just to be a playoff team the year before and then to be you know, basically third from the bottom. It's kind of amazing, but I, I don't disagree either. But the Giants, you mentioned the Giants. What about the Broncos, Steve? Yeah, I think the Bills are actually going to have the worst record in the NFL this year. So that I'm, I'm so adamant that sometimes I have an opinion and I think a team's going to be bad. I almost feel like I want to say I know the Bills are going to be really bad. Um, Denver, you bring up some excellent points across the board. Um, my all, I just have two concerns. If anything happens to Case Keenum and Lynch has to take over at quarterback, they're done. I love the idea that, like the Giants, I think in many ways the team quit that defense 
it's very difficult to be playing at an elite level and watching the offense just stink up the joint every single game, and it's dispiriting. So the defense should have its mean streak back. I don't like Joseph as a coach, and that's the only negative I have right now in Denver. So that'll do it for breaking down the playoff odds. That was fun. How crazy is it, by the way, Steve, that this quickly, the Arizona Cardinals have the worst odds. I think we talked about this with the Super Bowl odds, but, man, that's rough. You know, I like the Cardinals over six wins. Uh, They have the hardest schedule in the NFL, so that's really what's driving all this negativity about Arizona. And there's some concerns about the uncertainty of a brand-new head coach, but let's face it, last year, David Johnson – one of the best running backs in the league out for the entire year goes down week one and at quarterback, they play half their games without Carson Palmer. So they play with their second and then their third string quarterbacks. So you've got a significant upgrade at quarterback as well, bringing in Bradford. Now it's true. He may not last the year, but Rosen's the most NFL ready of the, of the rookie quarterbacks. I think um, Arizona's a team we can make some money with. Speaking of making some money, we're making some money for you just by sending you to Mott and Bow. We got a new advertiser, Steve, and they are awesome. I mentioned this on the Ross Tucker Football Podcast. A couple of my buddies get all their jeans. They're like really fashionable New York City dudes, and they get their jeans from Mott and Bow, and it's amazing because their founder, Alejandro Chehin, He's from Honduras, moved to New York City. He grew up in a family that manu- you know, specialized in manufacturing jeans and was like, wait a minute, we can make awesome jeans handmade for a lot less than what they're charging them for. So I tell people, don't, don't pay for the brand name or pay for the retail price. Pay for the quality. And get Mott and Bow jeans for less than a hundred bucks. A lot of these jeans, they would normally cost two hundred dollars or more. It's pretty awesome. Just use the promo code Money. The deal is though, it expires at the end of this month. So you got to buy your jeans for this fall, this winter now, by going to MottandBow.com and entering the promo code Money to get fifteen percent off your first purchase at checkout. Again. M-O-T-T-A-N-D-B-O-W dot com. dot com. We also always have the logo and the website and the code for you over on the sponsor page at RossTucker.com so you don't miss out on it. But pretty awesome. Uh, they're killing it, and they should because... They're giving you designer gene quality for like less than half the price. Mottenbow.com. Use that code money and save some money that you can instead place on some of these bets. Speaking of placing, I love when you guys place some questions in my inbox. Let's get to one, Bri. Ever wanted to ask an NFL player a question? Well, here's your chance. It's time to ask Ross. The email address for all of the shows, Even Money, Fantasy Feast, College Draft, Ross Tucker Football Podcast, just send it to me, ross at rosstucker.com. But you can do whatever you want. You take advantage of any of the sponsors. You can ask specific questions on any show. You can try to get into the Fantasy League 
the best ball league against Evan Silva and I on the Fantasy Feast, whatever you want, um, including asking questions of Steve Fezzik. So this one comes to us, Steve, from Troy Browning. Hey, Ross. Had a question for you to ask Mr. Steve Fezzik, if you could. When betting on a line, is it worth it to bet on an alternative line to get plus money if the opening line is in between a key number? Example, Texas is minus 10.5 against Maryland, and I have Texas winning by minus 14. So is it worth it to play Texas minus 11.5 to get plus 100 instead of laying the juice, or is that a no-no? Thanks, Troy Browning. Great question. Um, in general, what, he, what he's looking at is instead of buying points, he's selling points, where instead of playing the minus 10.5, he's looking to play minus 11.5. The problem is he, each half point he's selling, he's only getting Five cents. So um, instead of laying a dollar ten minus uh, laying ten and a half, he's getting plus one hundred minus eleven and a half, and it turns out on or off the eleven in college football is worth about seven cents. So he's getting shorted mathematically by about four cents. I know that's a lot of math, gobbledygook. Bottom line: play the Texas minus ten and a half. However, I will say I love his handicap because Tom Herman in Texas is a team that all of the college guys that I work with are extremely high on. And this is a team that somehow got blown out week one against Maryland last year as a 17-point favorite. Texas is probably going to win this game by 17 points. How do you know that half a point in college football is worth seven cents? Oh, I have a chart for each, each and every number in terms of how often historically an 11-point favorite has won by exactly 11 and frankly i just went ahead and estimated because i don't have the chart in front of me but i um usually most half points you can't be wrong ross to assume that an extra half point in college football is worth more than five cents but less than 10 cents meaning if you're going to buy an extra half point and they and the sports book charges you 10 cents unless you're buying on or off the seven or the three the key numbers you uh, don't want to do it Wow, that's interesting. I love learning this stuff. That's a good question, Troy. And I, that, once again, was something I did not know. I love it, Steve. Very, very helpful. That'll do it for this week's Even Money podcast. Keep those emails coming. Like, Troy, that's awesome. I love you guys ask better questions of Steve than I could. So take advantage of any of our sponsors. Mottandbow.com is the, is the newest. They got T-shirts and jeans that are awesome for a fraction of the price that you pay for the same quality in stores. Can't tell you guys how much it means when you rate and review the show. Heck, if you just rate and review the show and take a screenshot and forward it to me, Ross at RossTucker.com, I'll let you ask Steve any question you like because that really helps us with the uh, Apple podcast algorithm or whatever. Plus, it's just nice to know that you care. Other than that, Good luck, everybody. Hope you guys win some money. Thanks for listening to the Even Money Podcast. Make sure to also subscribe to the Ross Tucker Football Podcast, the Fantasy Feast Podcast, and the College Draft Podcast, all available on iTunes at RossTucker.com or wherever podcasts can be found.